0: listening to When Christians Speak Online talk radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Me every time. So it's my brother, can you spare a dime? Oh My God shall supply my needs. Don't have to take because I am a every good Amen. Praise, so the Lord, praise, Lord, Amen. Praise, praise
1: the Lord,
0: everybody. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. It's good to have you with us again on the, uh, uh, Tuesday of the month. Amen. Um, welcome to His the Grace, Vanessa Williams. Her topic today is Lift Up Your Heads. Amen. We're excited about her and the word the Goddess is bringing forth today. Amen. So at this time, what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and turn everything over to her. Vanessa Van, how are you doing?
1: I'm fine. God bless you. How are you?
0: Doing well, ma'am. Thank you. God bless you. Good,
1: good, good. Thank you, Reverend Ray. Well, I we are so excited once again, once again to um have everyone join us um at this time. You know, I really truly do count it an honor and a privilege to be part of this wonderful network of, of Christian brothers and sisters. Um, this ministry when Christians speak talk radio was founded over nine years ago by Reverend Ray Rhodes. You know, we really expect people's lives to be changed in such a way that they'll go out and make a difference in someone else's life. Tonight's uh, message is part of the pro- my program, His Abounding Grace, um, which was taken from Romans, the fifth chapter and 21st. Um, but I wanted to go ahead and open up with prayer, and then we'll just jump right into the Heavenly Father. We just thank you, dear God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your grace and for your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you've done for us. We thank you, Father, for everyone who's listening tonight, that hearts and minds may be open to hear and to receive everything that you have for us, Lord God, and that you will get all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. Father, you are so worthy to be praised, Lord God. You said in your word that when it goes out, it will never return until you board. It will go out and accomplish that which you have purpose for it to accomplish. So, Lord God, we give you the honor, glory, and praise right now. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to spend a few minutes with you tonight just to encourage you, uh, lift up your head. Um, main scripture is coming out of Psalms, the 24th verse. Lift up your head. Just want to encourage you. Let's go ahead and read that um, from the 7th the temple. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. The ninth verse, lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. In the 10th verse, ask the question again, who is this king of glory? And the answer the response, the Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. He is the king of glory. That's the King James Version. I wanted to also read it from the NIV Version. Looks slightly a little different. Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. The eighth verse, who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. So I ask you tonight, who is he? Who is this? And your response would be the Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. You know, I was when I was studying this, I picked up the um, the Believer's Bible Commentary that's written by, offered by William McDoward. And he talks about um, Psalms 24. He says it's really about the glorious event, which occurs at the end of the Great Tribulation. He goes on to say, after the Great Tribulation, the thunders of God's judgments have ceased. The Lord Jesus has returned to earth and has put down all his foes. And Christ is now marching to Jerusalem to reign as King of kings and Lord of lords. McDowell goes on to say, this is a trap for procession, such as one the world has never seen. Even as onlookers were once startled by the depths of the Savior's suffering, so they are now speechless at the height of his glory. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? We are talking about the King of kings and the Lord of lords. F.B. Meyer states that this psalm is accomplished in us we as Christians, when Jesus enters our hearts as our king to reign. And it would have its full realization when the earth and its population welcomes him as its Lord. What a day of rejoicing that will be. So until that time, we cling to the hope that lies in us. Yes, he will return just like he said he would. So those of us who have been washed in his blood can take comfort in knowing that we're just passing through in this world. You know, when you say something like, I'm just going through, that's got to tell you something. There's a starting point and there's an ending. And if you're going through, you're not at the end yet. So that means it's only temporary. You're just passing through. I hope you got that. We can take comfort in knowing that this earth is not our home. This earth is not our final resting place. We can take comfort in knowing that we are children are the most high king. Who is this king of glory? And your response, the Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty and battle. Who is this king of glory? This is who we're talking about this evening. This is who we talk about. So lift up your head. John fourteen, first and third verse says, Jesus speaks here. And he says, let not your heart be troubled. Jesus is speaking. Hmm. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, the second verse. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, guess what? I'm going to come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Jesus loves us so much, so much, that he's gone ahead of us prepare a place for us, and he's promised us that he's going to come again. He's promised us that this is not the end, that whatever you're going through right now is only temporary. You see, during this time in this passage of Scripture, Jesus had just finished having supper with his disciples. He has just told the one who was to betray him, Judas Iscariot, that whatever you got to do, go ahead, do it quickly. So now Jesus, knowing that his earthly time with his the beloved disciples was coming to an end. he knew that he was handed to the cross, and he knew what was about to happen to him on Calvary. So he was preparing his disciples for his temporary separation. He was explaining to them that he had to go away, but that it was necessary in order for him to prepare a place for them. But he tells them, don't worry, it's going to be all right. You see, he was trying to reassure them that it was already all right. And so just as these words were meant to comfort comfort his disciples when he knew he had to lead them. These words are words of comfort to us today. Words to reassure us. Words to strengthen us. Words to encourage us. Let not your heart be troubled. Words to live by. You see, God, I have Father, the creator of everything, the one who shaped the entire universe by simply speaking, let there be the one who knew us even before we were born, even before our parents knew us, the one who breathed the very light into us is saying to us today, don't be troubled. You see, Jesus knowing all things, so he knows the world we live in is filled with so, such sorrow and turmoil and suffering and strife. So he wants to reassure us, don't put your trust in the world system. Don't put your trust in what's going on around you. Don't put your trust in your job or your family or your loved ones. Don't worry about anything. He simply wants us to trust him as he is our solid rock. So I want to encourage you this evening to lift up your heads, to of the mighty king. All is not lost. You are victorious because of Christ. Lift up your head, to of the most high God. For Psalms 27 says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom? Shall I be afraid? The second verse says, "When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fall. That's a beautiful psalm twenty seven When you get some time, I encourage you to meditate on this psalm. not just go through it and read it fast, but meditate on it because it tells us it talks about the Lord, it talks about how much he loves us. And, and the fourth verse says, "One thing have I desired of the Lord, that's what I seek after." that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to do what? To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. And the fifth verse is, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. And the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. And within what's going to happen, he sets me upon a rock. And now, Shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me? Therefore will I offer up in his tabernacle sacrifices of praise. I will sing, yea, I will sing unto the Lord. Don't you know in times of troubles, and I know we all go through trouble, you got to trust him. In spite of your circumstances, you got to trust him. Psalms 139 lets us know that God knows everything about us, our words, our actions, our deeds, our hopes, and our dreams. God who knows everything about us, loves us, and cares for us so much. So he asks you to simply trust him. He asks you to trust him and to be encouraged by his words. Read the Bible. Study your Bible. Let not your heart be troubled. You see, Jesus knows that your life is sometimes going to be filled with unhappy things. Jesus knows that into each of your, our lives, sometimes a little rain, it's going to fall. He knows that the road's going to get rough sometimes. So he wants us to know that you won't always understand it, but we should trust him. We should trust him. Don't be troubled. He wants you to know, my brother. There is safety and security in his arm. He wants you to know, my sister, there is comfort and serenity in his arm. He wants you to know that there is peace, that the past all understanding, all wrapped up in loving arms. Perhaps you're going through a period of grief right now, maybe you lost loved ones and you agree with them. You know about that, Stephanie, because he sent his only son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. But I say to you, it's only temporary. It's only temporary. If you believe in God, my Almighty, the very one who calms the seed and makes the wind feed, if you believe in God Almighty, the very one who can even make the lame wolf and the blind feed, then take one step further. Believe in Jesus. Believe in Jesus. Jesus goes on to reassure us in John 14 that if you just believe in him, if you just trust him, everything, my sister, is going to be all right. So lift up your heads, oh, you children of God. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Everything will be all right. All we need to do is ask him to embrace us with his spirit of peace, even in the midst of the storm. But how many know that sometimes, sometimes, Yes, God allows the storms to happen. But sometimes he wants us to go through the storm so that we can come out victorious and have a testimony that's going to carry someone else. How many know that if you don't go through a test, you don't have a testimony? If you don't go through a test, you don't have a testimony. Let's go to Mark, the fourth chapter. The fourth chapter. At even time, Jesus and his disciples started across the Sea of Galilee toward the eastern shore. Then suddenly a violent windstorm arose. Huge waves threatened to engulf the boat. And Jesus was doing what? He was asleep in the bottom of the boat. The disciples were so wary. They were, they were, they were just rushing about trying to figure out what was going on. They were scared. There was fear. They allowed fear to enter their hearts. And they were amazed that the master, their teacher, was in the bottom of the boat sleeping. They were distressed. So Mark 4th chapter says, and the same day when the evening was come, he says to them, Jesus says to his disciples, let us, I want you to get this, let us pass over unto the other side. Let us pass over unto the other side. Did they remember these words later when the ship began to toss and turn? Did they remember that Jesus had told them that they were going to pass over to the other side? Obviously not, because if he did, it would They wouldn't have begun to worry when the waters got a little rough. And the 36th verse, and when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so much so that it was full. And Jesus was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. I wonder how many of you think Jesus is asleep right now. Maybe is going on all around you, and you're praying out to God, and you just don't feel like you're getting any answers. And you say, Lord, are you asleep? Do you hear me, Lord? Where well, the disciples were amazed that Jesus was asleep in the bottom of the ship, when things all around them were going topsy-turvy. Do you find yourself in that situation when you're going through a trial that appears to surround you? Do you get troubled by the fact that it does not appear that God is even aware of your problems? Do you also find yourself crushing him? God, where are you? Can't you sit me down here, Lord, going through all of this? God, I just need to hear you, Lord. I need to know, Lord God, that it's going to be all right. The 39th verse says, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. <laughs> when he speaks, talk about Jesus, even the elements have to listen to him. What about you? Are you listening? Peace, be still. Were they listening when they first started out in their master, the very one who they had seen perform all sorts of miracles, said, let us pass over to the other side? If you believe that God will keep you in perfect peace, if you keep your mind stayed on him, don't despair. Lift up your head. He will keep you in perfect peace, even during your worst season. We've all been there. We've all been there, but through it all, Jesus never leaves us. Do it all. He just wants us to trust him. Yes, when such stretches the ones that we're living in right now and these terrible times right now, Jesus wants us to simply trust him, to believe him, when he tells us that he'll never leave us. We can take comfort in these words. John 16, chapter 33, verse, Jesus speaks. He says, these things, I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation. Jesus says, "Yes, you're going to have tribulation in this world, but guess what else He says? Be of good cheer, because I have already overcome the world. I've already overcome the world. I think that's good news. Rest in Him, for He is the God of peace. Rest in Him, just like a child rests in his mother's arms. Rest in Him, and be confident that He knows, He listens, and He cares. In spite of sadness." In spite of a difficult season, God is yet faithful. If he said he'll never leave you, even in your darkest hours, you can rest on that promise. For he is a God that is faithful concerning his promises. So, my friend, lift up your head. Let not not your heart be troubled. God is not a God that he can lie. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. But praise God, he does change the hearts and minds of people. Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not some of it, but all of it. Lean not to your own understanding. No, we're not going to understand everything that's going on. He didn't tell us you would understand it. He tells us, in all of our ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct our path. Psalm 8 and 9, chapter thirty fourth verse says, my covenant will I not break nor also the thing that has gone out of my lips. Why is it so important to remember that Jesus cannot break his promises? Why is it so important to remember that if he said he would never leave you, he won't? Why is it so important to remember that you can rest in him, that you can take care, that he will take care of you? Because there is going to come a time if it hasn't come. When all you'll be able to truly depend on is the word of God. There is going to come a time, without a shadow of a doubt, it will be so important to remember the words of the Lord. For in these last and evil days, many people come and attempt to deceive God's people. But be not troubled. God is yet faithful and still with you. Still with you. He loves us so much. Lift up your heads, ye you gates. Be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty and battle. You see, we don't have to fight in this battle because God's already fought it. And guess what? He's already won it. He's already won it. We are his sheep. He is our shepherd. God is yet faithful and true, and his word is forever already settled in heaven. So I just want to encourage you that whatever you're going through right now, in the midst of your heartache, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your season, whatever you're going through, in the midst of your moment, you can rest assured. You can rest assured that it might be cloudy right now, but the sun is still shining. The sun is just hidden by the clouds. Get this. The dark clouds will slowly separate, and the sun will shine again. For Jesus will always be with you. He said he would never leave you and never forsake you. Always be with you. He's there now. He's there now. And he left, leaves us his Holy Spirit as our guide to comfort us, to encourage us, his Holy Spirit to guide us. Lift up your hands, to the most high, God. God is faithful. God is faithful. So while you might not think that Jesus is listening to your prayers, he is listening. He is listening. He is listening. He is listening. Look at Psalms 121. 121, Psalm says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. The third verse says, He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth it will not slumber. Fourth verse, Behold, he that keepeth Israel to neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord, the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and forevermore. You see, it's so important to read God's word. It's important because we get strength when we read God's word. Are you drawing strength from the one who is the offering, the maker, the beginning, and the end? Are you drawing strength from God's word? Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Jesus says, believe also in me. I want you to think about that for a minute. Just think about it. Think about it. And you know what? The best thing we can do when we're going through stuff is I break up with a praise and just start praising God. David says in Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times, not sometimes, all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Will you keep a praise song in your mouth so that the trouble arises? You can be confident, so as David says in verse 3, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt. His name together, that's a choice you have to make. Jesus tells us in Matthew 11, chapter 28, to thirty-first, come unto me, all ye that labor and a heavy maiden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Jesus says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is life. He knows everything about us, everything. Doesn't he know that life isn't always easy for us? He knows we're going to get weary sometimes, and yes, he knows the evening before it happens. He knows sometimes that the road is going to get rough. He knows sometimes that hill is going to get hard to cry. He knows when we think we've got to the end of our rope, but guess what? He knows us, and therefore he's making business for us. He said, if you come to me, I will carry your burden, I will carry your load, and you can rest. Just take a deep breath right now, wherever you are. And if you're in a place where you can close your eyes, close them and I just want you to just think about God. Think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's already done for you. And know that he is the same God that brought you through that situation last year. He's the same God that brought you through that situation last week. He's the same God that stands ready right now. And he, you he wants you to rest. He wants you to rest. He wants you to rest. Lift up your hands and being carried. Remember those past miracles he performed in your life? Remember who it is that brought you over that Red Sea experience? Don't be like the Israelites. You see, talking about the Israelites, it wasn't too long after God had allowed them to cross over to the Red Sea and to dry land that they started complaining all over again, complaining and asking questions like, where is God now? Don't ever forget what God has already done for you. Remember that he is the great God. He is the great I am. He's the God that took care of you last year. He's the God that took care of you last month. He is the God that took care of you last week, and he stands ready right now to meet your needs, to meet your needs. So, press forward. Don't look back. Press forward. Philippians third chapter 13, 14, verse says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I pray. Sometimes you're going to have to just press your way. Press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Get busy working for God's kingdom. You know, if you so, so focus on your own problems, you don't see a thing beyond your hand, you see. But if you stop thinking about God's kingdom and serving others, you can't focus on serving others and focus on your own problems at the same time. You can't do it. Look forward to that day when we shall all see him. And all of his glory, don't worry about yesterday, yesterday's gone. There's too much work to be done now. Press forward towards the high mark. Remember, keep your eyes on the prize. Then God promised he'd never leave us. We talked about that before, okay? But so he promises a yay and amen. So whatever comes next, it doesn't matter whether it's loneliness or heartache, stand on God's promises. Stand on God's promises. Don't ever give up. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. Stand on God's promises. God is faithful concerning his promises. Yes, you're going to get discouraged sometimes, but then just go through the word of God and see what he wants you to do. Sometimes he just wants you to be still and rest in him and rest in him. Sometimes he wants you to just be still. Don't worry. Don't fret because God is yet faithful. Lift up your head and be encouraged for the return of Jesus draws you closer and closer each day. Lift up your hands and be in courage. Be expected, be in courage, for Jesus is coming back soon. The Lord God Almighty is coming back soon. I hope these words have been encouragement to you. I hope you know that God is faithful. And just remember that he's already, already blessed you with so many things. And he's the same God, same God, but so don't you give up. Now, I can't close this message without talking to someone who may not know our Father. He, they, you may not know this King of kings and Lord of lords right now. If you haven't accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, it's not too late. If you are hearing this message, it's not too late. Because you see, he stands with open arms to welcome you home. If you are not saved, if you are not truly repented of your sins and accepted Jesus into your heart, if you are not 100% sure where you would spend eternity, I want you to listen very carefully. Nobody can save you but Jesus. There is only one way to God, and that's through his son, Jesus Christ. For John 14, 6, Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Acts 4 and 12, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So if you're not saved again, if you've not made that confession that Jesus is Lord, listen on. Romans ten nine says Romans ten nine, uh I want you to I want you to drop these scriptures down, okay? There's some of these scriptures that you need to write down so you can go back and meditate on them. Like Romans ten nine and Romans 10.10. Um uh, ten nine says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For Romans 3.10 says, admit that you are a sinner, for as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. You need to be willing to turn from your sin, Believe that Jesus Christ died for you, that he was buried, and that he rose from the dead. For Romans 10.10 says, but with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So here's a prayer, and you can repeat this after me. Not because I ask you to, it's because you sincerely want to repent of your sins and have a brand new life starting right now. Because through prayer, you can invite Jesus to come into your life to become your personal Savior. Romans 10, 13 says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. So right now, right now, you can repeat this prayer after me. Dear God, I am a sinner and I need forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ shed his precious blood and died for my sin. I am willing to turn from sin. I now invite Christ to come into my heart and my life as my personal Savior. And that's it. If you did that from your heart, if you did it sincerely from your heart, if you truly trusted Jesus as your personal Savior, guess what? The angels in heaven are rejoicing right now. And you have just begun a wonderful, brand-new life in him. Now, what do I need to do next, you may ask? Get you a Bible, a good Bible, a Bible where you can read it every day and get to study to learn more and more about Jesus, and you can talk to God in prayer. Then, whenever you're able to get baptized, worship and fellowship in a local church, and serve with other Christians in a local church where Christ is free and the Bible is the final authority. And don't forget to tell somebody about Jesus Christ. Tell somebody about the good news. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for this word that's gone forth. I thank you, Lord God, for the soul that's just been saved and deliberately set free, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because we've done what you've told us to do, Lord. Your word has gone forth, and you've promised it's not going to return until you empty-handed. So now, Lord, we ask for such a blessing over all those who have listened and that that they'll be not just listeners, but doers of your word in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, because you're so great and gracious, Lord God. We love you, Father, and we give you all the honor, glory, and praise because you and you alone are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen.
0: Praise the Lord, everyone. I want to thank you for listening to When Christian Speak Talk Radio. This is just a reminder. Here's of and grace with Minister Vanessa Williams. is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work with Pastor Pat Randall is every Thursday at 12 noon. Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray is the first, the second, and the fourth Fridays at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life with Pastor Ray is the first and the third Sundays at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Our monthly broadcasts are as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. The Bold and the Beautiful with Reverend Noreena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Louis McIlwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover, the body of one with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Our three real life, real men, real talk with Ray Rose, Antonio Mitchell, Tyrone Rose, Cleo Malone, and Esther Green is every second Sunday at 7 p.m. Our weekly prayer is called Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call number. The number is 712-770-5505. The access code is 732 732- 499. Amen. Also, I want to remind you of Matters of the Heart Singles Ministry broadcast. We broadcast every third Friday at 7 p.m. Our hosts are Renee Malone, Ray Rose, Hope Williams, Robert Waring, Maggie Wilson, and Felicia Shears. We're excited about this group of people. of singles come together and speak and say what does says the Lord. We also have the more Newest broadcast called Spiritual Nuggets of Truth, and then with L on the second and the fourth month, the other month at eight p.m. is led by Minister Common A Booker, and we appreciate her coming on and being new to the family. Amen. We want to encourage you to go and check out our website of Christ Speak Talk Radio, and on that you can find a little bit more about the different hosts and a little bit more about uh, what we got going on. Some of the previous broadcasts and platforms that you use. Also, you will be able, if you would like to sow a seed or a donation into the ministry, you can do that now by clicking on Donate Now. I thank you for your time. And again, I thank you for listening to When Christmas Be Talk Radio. God bless you. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag.
1: Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy.